This is the Alternative Edge, home of KBVU Podcasts. Welcome back to Football Unfocused, everyone's favorite football podcast, as the first one of 2023 now getting started. As always, I'm your host, Austin West, joined by my co-host, Lavelle Harris. Lavelle, say hello. Hello. Hey, back again with another episode. Hey, it feels amazing. It's amazing being back. Hey, again. It is. New year, <laughs> new, not new podcast. Yeah, uh, same podcast. Same old, same old stuff. <laughs> same old dumb stuff that we get up to uh, every single week. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're already a day later than we usually are on a Friday because there was no Thursday night football. There was no Thursday yeah. night football. So, so we could wait a day. Nice thing about <laughs> getting closer to playoffs is we don't have Thursday night football. Um, and in my opinion, I love that it's held to Saturdays and Sundays now, now that we're at that point. Yeah, I like it. I like I like Saturdays. I like Sundays. The weekend. Weekend of football. Yeah. Just stay on the weekend. Watch playoff football. You got to do much. Just stay home. Order some pizza. I like it. Like it all. Exactly. <laughs> um, obviously, the biggest news of the week uh, was the Bills-Bengals game. Uh, obviously, Mar Hamlin goes down with cardiac arrest on the field, uh, gets CPR on the field, trained for the hospital, uh, had to stay overnight, had breathing tubes, was unconscious. Um, by now, obviously, people have probably heard he's awake. He's met with the team over Zoom. He's still at the hospital, but he's no more breathing tube. Um, he's got range of motion in his hands. Um, he can talk. He can. So he, he's been meeting with the team all day today, uh, which was good for him. Yes. And, I mean, from Monday night football to Friday morning, he's able to get all that back. I, I feel like that's really fast, and that's really, really good. Um, yeah. Maybe I just don't have enough gauge of how fast normal people respond, but I feel like that's very quick. Yeah, for being out for like he was out for like a day, day or two, so mm-hmm. be able to respond. And then his first words were, "Did we win the game?" Was kind of like he was locked in. Still, I ain't gonna yeah, lie. He, he was asking. <laughs> yeah, um, it was, true football was, guy right there, as you can yeah. see. Like Demar Hamlin, hey, shout out to him. Great, mm-hmm. I love it. Love that he's awake. Hey, he's gonna be a, he's a great player still. I know he's gonna still play ball yeah. out. Hey. He's catching up fast again, so like, we're going to be good. Yeah, and there's been a lot of great things that have come out of this. His toy drive uh, that he had on GoFundMe has now reached like $6 million raised. I think the original goal was like $2,500. Um, all the NFL teams will be honoring him with outlining their number threes on their 30 uh, yard lines in either the red or the blue of the Bills. The Bills are going to have special um, patches on their uniforms this week. There's gonna, I think, gonna be a moment of, I don't know if it's gonna be a moment of silence, but I think it's a moment of like recognition, um, mm. kind of thing. So that might be considered as the moment of silence. But they said it as moment of recognition, um, for him, uh, before every game this week. So big things when things happen in the NFL, a lot of people step up and, um, do the right thing and kind of come together, and stuff. So that's that's always really nice to see, of course. Yeah, all the teams, all the NFL teams coming together is really nice. Just. All the owners doing something nice for a player, showing that they actually mm-hmm. care. So, yeah, yeah. nice, nice. And, I mean, we do sometimes get the bad out of it, too. Um, some people trying to use it for clout or trying to get their name out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a lot. Uh, Bill's press conferences have been, like, streamed on Twitter by bots and stuff, trying to do crypto sales and stuff like that, um, mm-hmm. trying to take advantage of that. And then 
I think the biggest one was uh, Skip Bayless, obviously, uh, the one that drew the most attention. Um, people are divided another, on it for sure. Yeah, um, there's another guy, another guy who tried to. I don't know. If, I don't know if it was part of his take. Uh, he just he tried to blame T Higgins. I don't know why you try to blame yeah, T Higgins for I, that's that even at all. Worse. Yeah, it was even bad. I don't know what he was thinking at all, but I don't think you have to blame someone else for that and. Especially someone who could like he could have died like and mm-hmm. you're putting a lot of stress on someone with that. That's crazy. Like, nah, can't do yeah. that. Can't do that. Just Skip have a heart. So much I was trying to find. Just have a heart. Yeah. yeah. Just have a heart, guys. That's why. It's it's something. Something just don't need to be said. Skip Bayless's stuff just didn't need to be said at that time. It's just it's just it, a bad time, and. It was I don't know exactly what he said, but it was like, I don't know like I'm trying to find. Yeah. Uh, he probably deleted it. That's what I'm thinking. I think he did. He said he wasn't going to, but he eventually did. Yeah. So what today is Friday, so it would be would have been Monday night, which mm. Thursday, but, Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, it was just something. He said something about like what he said. Ah. Uh, I don't know the first part. I know the second part was oh, about. I found it. I found it. I you found did. It. I found it. Oh, okay, uh, okay, okay. No doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems ir- so irrelevant. So, at first, it's like if you read the first part, you're like, "Dude, what? Of course they're going to postpone this. This is bigger than whatever the postseason stuff is." But then he ends it with, which is now seems so irrelevant. So he kind of tries to redeem himself at the end. I think that's what tears people are like, dude, why do you say that? But other people are like, no, he literally says all of that seems really irrelevant. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, we've seen people on both sides uh, go in the opposite way, I think. Yeah. A lot of people are against it. Um, I think, who was it? I think it was KFC Barstool I saw. He's like, I'm going to come out and say it. I don't think it was that bad. Like he literally said that it seemed irrelevant and he stated the facts out of the minds of the people who are running the league. Like that's exactly what they're thinking. Like this game is such big implications and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so there's, I think it is a wide, there is no, I totally agree or I totally disagree. I think everyone's like, okay, there's a wide range of reactions we could have to this. Yeah. Like, he was saying, like, we know, like, what he was saying. Like, it's a big game, but, like, he was like, but now that a player is injured, almost died on the field, this game's irrelevant, and it's not going to be counted or whatever. Like, But at that point, you can't say that because they're, they're not thinking about that game at that point. They're thinking about their right. teammate. So it was just, it was just, like, a bad time to say it. Like, if he said it today – like okay, it would have been like before they, it had officially been canceled. Yeah, like the game was like before it be canceled. Like yeah, then the game got canceled. It's irrelevant. Yeah, the game is irrelevant at this point. <laughs> yeah, the game and, itself. Yeah, and then it was weird because Shannon Sharp missed the next day of Undisputed uh, when Skip was apologizing for it, mm. um, and then the day after Shannon came on to explain himself, and then Skip even interrupted him. <laughs> and it just all fell to shambles right away. So 
we might be seeing the end of that pair on Undisputed. Um, mm. That's definitely a possibility, it feels like. So that's another thing that's come out of this. Um, so whether people like that or not, um, yeah. it's had a lot of ripple effects across a lot of different things uh, so far this week. And obviously with that game, like we said, it's not being made up. Um, so now the AFC playoffs are all sorts of goofy uh, yeah. to say. People wanted eight playoff teams at one point. And That's what people were saying. Everybody hated that idea, thought that was a bad idea, um, which I kind of agree with. I don't think it was a good idea to add a uh, playoff team and get yeah. rid of a bye week just because what about all those teams that put people on injured reserve um, after their games, or they weren't, mm. they were already eliminated, so they weren't trying to beat anybody, uh, stuff yeah. like that. So I it's think just, I think they made the right idea with what they did. So yeah, I think don't add a playoff team. I think they probably just gave the Chiefs the game, the number one seed, huh? That's what I'm thinking. Um, I think they might, depending on this week. Um, as of right now. The AFC Championship will be played at a neutral site. Uh, if uh, Buffalo and Kansas City both win this week or tie this week, uh, if they were in the championship game, it would be at a neutral site. If mm-hmm. the Bills and Chiefs both lose this week and Baltimore wins or ties with the Bengals, then the Buffalo-Kansas City Championship would be at a neutral site. And then if Buffalo-Kansas City both lose – and Cincinnati beats Baltimore, then a Bills Bengals, Bills or Bengals versus the Chiefs championship game uh, would be at a neutral site, and then mm-hmm. Ravens now also have a chance to host a wild card game um, because they need they need to win. If they, if they win, then it comes to a coin flip, whether or what? not they uh, win the who division. Hosts, who no, not if they win to the division. The Bengals have won the division. Oh, okay. Um, they officially they've won. They they've not won the division. The Bengals have won it, and so it would come to a coin flip because if the Ravens win uh, this week, the Ravens would have swept the Bengals and had a better division record. So mm. it would be a coin flip if they're scheduled to play each other in the wild card round and the Ravens beat them. So, oh, so it'll be a coin flip for home field advantage. Yeah, who who would host? Okay, it? so okay, okay, okay. Um, that that's would be makes that's how the AFCs are being handled right now. Um, very kind of confusing, but that's how yeah. it's, that's how they're handling it, and they're doing mm-hmm. seating based off win percentage. Um, is mm-hmm. how they're doing the seating. So it'll be interesting to see how the seating works out after this week for the AFC. Uh, the NFC yeah. thankfully doesn't have to worry about it. Um, but yeah. So there's that. And there's still uh, – and even with DeMar Hamlin, I mean, taking over the news, another NFL player, former NFL player, also uh, ended up in the hospital this weekend. Peyton Hillis, uh, former running back for the Browns. I believe Peyton Hillis was on Madden cover as well one of the years. Um, yeah, he was. I think he was the voted guy that got on there. Um, mm-hmm. He's in critical condition in the hospital from saving his kids from drowning in the ocean. So – looking out for what, him as well. Um, yeah, I haven't seen any updates today on him besides uh, being in the hospital. But his kids are okay. Uh, they, they did say that his kids were fine, but it's just him mm. in the hospital. So 
uh, something to look for as well. So back to back kind of uh, NFL guys getting hurt this weekend and something yeah. you don't want to see really ever. Um, a lot of people really don't want. I mean, yeah, it's stuff you don't want to see happen, but it's part of life. And so hoping the best yeah. for both of them. Always, always prayers up, prayers up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know a better segue than to just cut it and uh, stop it because it's a weird, it's a weird segue. So yeah, we'll get to the rest <laughs> of these games. Um, Thursday night football, Cowboys Titans. This game was this game kind of close at first. I don't remember. Uh, it was ten six at half. So yeah, yeah, it was. This game got close, and then the Cowboys started to pull away. Uh, yeah. Dak two interceptions is kind of was the key storyline out of this game. Um, one of them looked like it was probably his fault. The other, his receiver's fault. Um, so kind of iffy. I mean, people are the, – the deck hate is starting to come more and more to fruition as this season goes on. Like it, um, you can see it with the, with the Raiders. It happened with the Raiders. Like a lot of people believed in their car and then end of the season, they just stopped believing in them. And yeah. It could happen with the Cowboys. Like you had this quarterback for years on years on mm-hmm. years. And he's not producing. So what do you do? Like, do you still believe in him, or do you start just blaming others? Or that's what like. Right. There's yeah, a whole. Dak. There's a whole YouTube video on. Um, there's a whole video on YouTube of Dak of a guy, a Cowboys fan, explaining all of Dak's interceptions, whether it's his fault or the receiver's fault, or the like. It's just so weird. It's kind of weird. Like, how do you have to explain your quarterback's interceptions half the time? I mean, but have you it's seen just, some of them these last couple some, of weeks? Some of them have been like the <laughs> yeah, receivers have been dropped. Last couple of weeks. They might have they like, might have like yikes. been betting against themselves and might have just threw it into the defenders' hands. I don't know, but it's just some of them. But some of them, some of them, like he just throws it straight to the defense, and I'm like, yeah, what are we doing, Dak? Like, and then he'll yeah. make a seventy yard throw to Ty Hillen to beat the Eagles, and I'm like, I don't know if he's good or not. It's just. Mm-hmm. It's just like he's not consistent. Like he's a cons- right. he's con- consistently get to you to the playoffs, but won't consistently win you a Super Bowl. I, I don't think. I don't think he's a Super Bowl QB. Yeah, and he's now leading the league interceptions, or tied with Derek Carr for leading the league in interceptions. He's played five less games mm. than Derek Carr, and Derek Carr is now benched before the end of the yes. season. So, and it's that's- not a. Did him yeah. time. Just did him time. Going crazy. Which Jared Stidham had a great game. Uh, <laughs> great game. Against the 49ers. A great segue into this. Uh, this one shouldn't have gone to overtime, but it did. Um, mm-hmm. As Robbie Gold missed a field goal in regular time. Regulation. Regulation. But he came back and hit one in overtime after the 49ers came up with a big interception. 37-34. In overtime, Jared Stidham, 23 for 34, 365 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. He looked good. And yeah, he, he did look really good. I don't know what the 49ers <laughs> defense was doing that game. Like, I was watching. I'm like, guys, what is going on? Like, we, it's Jared Stidham. You can't yeah. you can't just let him do this. Especially when he was only, Josh Jacobs was only rushing for 60, only rushed for 69 yards that game. Like, you've shut down the run game. Like it was just, just try to stop somebody in the passing game. It was just Devontae. He was just mm-hmm. getting open. Sidham was just throwing that, letting it go. That hit he took and threw it to Devontae wide open. Hufunga 
laid him out, but yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. He he stands in that pocket, he will throw the ball, man. I like him better than Derek Carr. Derek Carr's kinda he's kinda gets scared to get hit sometimes. Like he's just won't throw he's the been ball hit so like, much. Yeah, he guys won't haven't been hit as much. He's like, eh, I'm not gonna release the ball. Like, you just gotta throw it. If you get hit, you get hit. Like, you can come, mm-hmm. sometimes come, get a fl- okay. Sorry. Sometimes you get a flag. Sometimes you won't. But hey, you never know. You just never know. You gotta throw that ball. Yeah, and I will say uh, that Devontae Adams catch uh, that he died for, dove for, uh, not mm-hmm. a catch. That was not a catch. No, way. <laughs> it was. That thing, dude. I don't know. It was close. It was just all the angles. Were, if Hunter like, Henry's was not a it, catch, that was not a catch. It was just kind of crazy how all the angles couldn't get, like, the ball. You couldn't see the ball and no. where it, it hit the ground, and none of the angles got it. And I'm just like, ooh, that's crazy. And then they just kind of just catch. I was like, yeah, I you can't see enough. I can't see nothing. His well, hand's blocking everything. Yeah. I, just, I saw one picture that came out. It's his right hand on top of the ball, and then his mm. left arm is on the side of it. And I'm like – how in the world is this thing not on the ground? How do you, can you say see this and be like, his whole arm is planted on the ground and it's halfway up the football? How are you saying this football's not on the turf? Yeah. Um, so, in the moment, There's... I'm like, that's really close. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. And then as things kind of came out after the game, I'm like, no shot, no <laughs> shot. Is that a catch? Like, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt during, but after he saw some of the stuff afterwards, it was like, oh dear lord, you got that wrong. But thankfully, we still have won, so that's all that matters. So, yeah, yeah, it was a good one. Nick, Nick Bosa, Dave. defensive player of the year. Easy. Should we should we start talking anymore. about it? I it's think it is. He's been going crazy. And you can't even bet on Nick Bosa to win the award anymore because his odds have gotten too good. Dang, that's crazy. So they've, they've officially pulled that off betting sites, I saw today. So. <laughs> um, if, if that so, doesn't say how far and away ahead he is, he, I'm He's I'm a lock. Better. He's a lock. Yeah, he's basically a lock at this point, unless something happens. But I doubt anything substantial is going to happen enough to for him not to get it. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, our other games: Falcons pull off a close one against the Cardinals, twenty to nineteen. David Blau was the quarterback for the Cardinals. <laughs> Desmond Ritter in for the Falcons again. Rushing game saves the Falcons once again as it has all year long. Um, not really much to talk about in that game. Other yeah. than that. Uh, um, another game, Patriots, Dolphins. Patriots mm-hmm. knocking out the Dolphins from playoff contention. Patriots got a chance next this week to clinch. They got to win. They need a couple key people to lose, I think. Mm-hmm. And, hey, they be in there. Mac Jones, 204 I mean, yards, Dolphins two touchdowns. They still technically have a chance. They do. I thought they were out. Still have a chance. They have, how much people do they need to lose? They need like everyone. A lot, I think. <laughs> I think a Teddy lot. Bridgewater, twelve for nineteen hundred sixty-one yards and a touchdown. Hey, mm-hmm. Mac Jones went crazy. Good game, good game, decent game. Skyler Thompson will be the starter for uh, the Dolphins this week as well. Yes. Not Teddy Bridgewater. Saw that. We saw that. I saw that. So that'll be interesting. I'm surprised mm-hmm. Teddy is not the starter, but. Maybe something else is happening. And Mike Glennon has been brought in for the Dolphins. So, Have you heard the rumors mm. that they might fire Mike McDaniel too? Yeah, I heard that. And I was like, why would they do that? Why would, like, I mean, he's they lost how many straight, I guess. But five but straight. But they're not – is it really like 
bad coaching or does he just not have a QB who can throw the ball where he wants it to? Yeah, he has. He's playing three backup QBs already. Like he played. Yeah, but then you look over the 49ers who are on their third string as well and have Brock Purdy. It's just I don't know, man. You guys have a better running game than the Dolphins' run game. Than the Dolphins. Yeah, it's not that good. If you have a good run game, you could get away with having an average quarterback. And most teams do. The Vikings. They, <laughs> hey, they man, the Vikings, Vikings, they get exposed sometimes. And it happened Whoa. this week. Yeah. It happened this week. This year. But we'll get to that game. We'll get that game. We'll yeah. go to we'll go to the Eagles, the number one seed, losing again. Saints to the Saints. Twenty Let's to ten. Saints. Hey, Saints looking good. What is that? I think that's three straight for the Saints. Um, it might be. I mean, they're out of playoff contention, but yeah. But hey, they're ruining people's chances. Garner Minshew, eighteen for thirty-two, two hundred seventy-four yards, a touchdown. Eagles not looking hot going into the playoffs. I don't think. Well, not, it's still without Jalen Hurts, zero and two. Without but without Jalen Hurts, and they're going to be cold, but like a little cold. Jalen has to get back in the field of things too, and it's going to be playoff football. Mm-hmm. How are we feeling uh, about the Eagles right now? I don't know. I don't know. I, I do want to they, say this though. Does Jalen Hurts have has he has Gardner Minshew's performance given Jalen Hurts a front runner spot for MVP? Mm. That's the question I feel like. Like all of a sudden we're like, oh yeah, it's the system. It's the system. All of a sudden Gardner Minshew comes in and they're losing to the Saints, and it's like, well, yep. maybe Jalen Hurts meant a lot more to this team than we originally thought. And so sorry, Patrick Mahomes. Or Josh Allen, we got to give it to Jalen Hurts. Yeah. The thing is, I don't know why MVP, it literally should be the most valuable player on the team. I don't know if Josh Allen or Mahomes are most valuable to their team, with their team, how their team is right now, than Jalen Hurts, I think. I think Jalen Hurts is literally their team. Without Jalen, their team doesn't flow. Okay. Without Patrick, I think. The coaches, Andy Reid, can do something without Patrick. I don't know about Josh Allen. Actually, the Bills might be might be done, toasted okay. without Josh. See, so, so I think the only thing is Mahomes. Like, Mahomes, mm-hmm. he can get away with throwing two interceptions and or four interceptions and still beat the Denver Broncos or any team like that because he has a good defense, good team behind him. But the Eagles, I don't know if Jalen Hurts can get away with that or – Garnier Minshew, like, he played a good game, still didn't, wasn't enough to win right now without Jalen. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, we should put more people into the talk. Like, Trevor Lawrence, he's the most valuable player on that team. Jack's been looking good. I don't know. We got to put more people. This is where my question comes in. Based off that, who do you feel is more deserving, Jalen Hurts or Justin Jefferson? I think right now it would be Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson? He's the most most valuable player, and you know this because they just lost this week. This week, let's just say this. He had literally nothing, nothing, and they got killed, and the game wasn't close. No. When Justin Jefferson is not doing good, the game, you got the um, Minnesota Vikings will not win the game, and it's easy to say. And he's most valuable player on their team, and – if he can't get the ball, hey, 
it's a GG's. You guys lost the game because Dalvin Cook is not going to have enough. They're going to stack the box because they already know Justin Jefferson's not getting the ball. We already locked him up. We're good. Yeah. And with TJ Stonehands Hawkinson sometimes. I Yeah. It's just, he's going to be able to hold on to the ball that week or not. Um, so it's tough there it's as just, well. It's just there's a lot of people you could put in. I like Trevor Lawrence. You could put in there. Um, my boy Justin. Come on. Justin. Justin got to be yep. in there. If Justin yep. Herbert's not in there, we, we just got to be like, it's crazy. It's just crazy. The Giants. Chris McCaffrey. Co- Literally, that he's been going crazy the last couple of weeks. Like Chris McCaffrey we should only be in lost there. one game since we traded for him. The Giants, the Giants. I don't know if we should put Barkley in there, but I don't think that's an MVP candidate. I think the Giants bring you Coach of the Year candidate. Coach of the Year. That's what I was thinking. I was I like, think thinking. Ryan Dabble is a Coach of the Year candidate. Crazy with Nick Sirianni and yeah. uh, Kyle Shanahan. Uh, Kyle Shanahan. Maybe even good old uh, Brandon Staley. Maybe as a nah, I don't know. I don't think Maybe. Brandon. No, no. Let's think, not say that. Let's not say no, that. Let's not, not Brandon. Not. Okay. I'm not, I'm not. So Herbert for MVP, possibly as a Herbert. Long yeah, shot. I think Herbert. A long shot is crazy. It's just because no one thinks that. There's no one's gonna talk yeah. about the Chargers. We're just so, better. we're just so much in like the back. It's just like, and then everyone the just right. be like, and everybody be like. But the Chargers could win, though. They're a sleeper team. They're a sleeper team. Chargers lose. And I'm like, we're stop trying to sleep on us now, man. We're going to win uh, it. Yeah. Like, I mean, you guys yeah. did get healthy at the right time. We um, just got healthy at so. the right time. We're getting on track at the right time. This week looked good. Hey, I'm just going to – we'll get there when yep. we get there. Giants. Let's go to the Giants. Just okay. clinch the playoff berth. Yep. Hey. First time since the boat pick in 2016. The boat pick? The boat pick, yeah, with Odell. Oh, okay, I was like the boat pick. I got yeah, you, I got you. Yeah, yeah, pick, yeah. But yeah, they beat the yeah. Colts thirty-eight ten again. Like I said, yeah. Brian Dabble, coach of the year candidate. Coach of the year for real. And got this is a year showered. where the coach of the year isn't like set in stone. Like most years, you're yeah. like, oh, okay, most likely this guy's gonna get it. Like it's not, mm-hmm. it's not close. Um, usually, it's like the best team, but yeah. But usually this year you got to give it to the most, I think the most improved team. And I think the Giants are the most improved team at this point. What about the Jaguars, though? Make an argument for Doug Peterson and the Jaguars. See, we could say that, but we could you could talk about how, like, their division is just so bad. True. Like, at True. the point, there's us, Chargers, we're at 10-6. The Ravens are at 10-6. And they're... The Jags are at what eight and nine, eight and eight, eight and eight, and they're at the fourth seed. Oh, they're seven and eight, I think. No, they're at no, the, they're eight and eight. They're, they're eight, eight and eight. eight. They're at the fourth yep, seed. It's, so are the Titans. You gotta, yeah, you just gotta like go through. I think the vision and how the record is, and then it'd be like, we'll get there. We'll get there, bro. Right. I like, I like the, um, I like Brian Duball as coach of the year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, next game up, Buccaneers clinched themselves uh, into the playoffs with a win over the Panthers, thirty to twenty four over the Panthers. And mm. guess who decided to show up this week? Mike Evans. Um, hey, so shout out crazy. fantasy managers who are in the championship mm-hmm. with Mike Evans, which is like no none. One. Um, <laughs> if they did, they probably weren't starting him. And he has three touchdowns on ten receptions and for two hundred and seven yards. So uh, just has a stellar game. 
Shout out, guess who said to start him this week in their fantasy column? Uh, your boy. You're Ooh. welcome. Okay. Biggest call of the year. It's like, guys, <laughs> I know it hasn't happened, but like, this is a huge game. They need Mike Evans to pop off sometime. Like, this is for the playoffs, and it's Tom Brady. You think he's not going to throw it to Mike Evans? And boom, yeah. three touchdowns, 200 yards. Easy. Yeah. And just on streaks. He's just throwing streaks. It yeah. was kind of just crazy. Yeah. Mike Evans went crazy this game. It's his good. ninth consecutive thousand yard season or sixth? I forget how long he's been. I think it's sixth. I don't know. It's for however he's been in the league because it's every year since he's been in the league, he's had a thousand yards receiving. Mm. So he's up there with streaks. He's up there. He's up there. For a, for a number Whoa. of thousand yard seasons. Um, and they've all been consecutive. So mm. that's that's the yeah. huge thing. They're all consecutive. That's nice. Um, hey, next then, game, yeah. Chiefs, Chiefs versus the Broncos. Close Your game, close game. West. AFC West showdown, 27-24. Chiefs over the Broncos. Russell Wilson didn't have a bad day. 26 for 38, 222 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. But he had two rushing touchdowns, four, four carries, 27 yards, two rushing touchdowns. Not bad, not bad. But Chiefs, they, had, they did decent. It was just like a very average game. Good defensive game for the Broncos. I liked it. 29-42, 328 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception on Mahomes. Hey, it was just a good game. Chiefs come out with the win. AFC yeah, West I right mean, now. It's a division matchup. It's cl- got to be close game. It's always a good game, I feel like. Yeah, uh, regardless of how good the teams are. It's really the Broncos defense. They look. They just put up a yeah. match a lot. I remember last year with with Javante Williams' first start or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. well, not even a eh, made it. Maybe it was his first start, but like, came in and played really well. And the Chiefs and the uh, Broncos were just holding in there, just back and forth. And it was like Drew Locke versus Patrick Mahomes, and it was like mm-hmm. this shouldn't be close. There might have been Teddy. It might have been Teddy versus it's, Patrick Mahomes. It just happens. I don't know. Chiefs and Broncos just have to have happen to have oh, close yeah. games all the time. Um, speaking of not close games, Lions blow out the Bears 41-10. to uh, Justin Fields, this would be his last game of the season as he will be benched for Week 18. Um, gets picked off by Aiden Hutchinson by the most backyard football play I've ever seen in my life on defense. Crazy. It was crazy. Um, as he was just standing next to the sideline, and then as soon as he started saw a route start coming towards him, he just ran over towards the route, and Fields threw it to the check down, and Hutchinson was right there, and – so he got a little bit of an interception there. Fields, 7 for 21 passing, 75 yards, one touchdown, one interception. But has 132 rushing yards on 10 carries. Um, it's a running back at this point. Yeah, no, their pitch, that pitch play they had to him was kind of crazy. They just motion in Cole Komet, the tight end, under center, who hikes it, takes the ball, and then just pitches it to Fields, mm. which, again, the most backwards play I've ever seen in my life, I think. <laughs> um, that you're just like, yeah, we don't like our running backs that much, and we like our quarterback even more running the ball. So we're just going to line him up as a running back, basically, and pitch it to him. And he took it for 61. He took it for 61, I'm pretty sure, is what that one was. So, um, yeah, that's that's what the Bears are doing, basically, at this point. Well, yeah, um, they're, so it's, they're kind of just experimenting, has, experimenting yeah. right now. I'm surprised he's not more injured than he already is, Justin Fields. Um, especially after Trey Lance has already gotten hurt running it up the middle. But I guess maybe we need to start pitching it to him on the outside and maybe he'll do better. Um, mm. So it was just interesting to see 
from that perspective. And so now Lions versus the Packers next week for the spot in the playoffs. If I think the Seahawks have to lose for that or do they have to win for that to happen? I forget which one has to happen. I think it's lose. Seahawks have to lose for the Packers and the Lions to face off on Sunday night football for a chance in the playoffs. Winner winner goes in, loser goes home. So mm. that'll be an interesting game to watch for um, tomorrow. I mean, not tomorrow, this week um, yes. on Sunday. And then another win, Browns over the Commanders, 24-10. to um, Surprising win by the Browns, especially when Deshaun Watson really doesn't do much passing. I mean, he has nine completions on 18 attempts, but he throws for 169 yards and three touchdowns. Um, <laughs> I mean, hey, short Amari, passing situations, it, and it works, I guess. Amari Cooper, three receptions, 105 yards, two touchdowns. Just went crazy. Yeah. Just That'll help. had himself a day. <laughs> and that helps, that helps right there. You ain't got to do much when Amari Cooper just catches it three times, takes it, two of them to the house. Got it. Right. Exactly. And then there was the quote from Coach Ron Rivera, the commanders, after he started Carson Wentz, who threw for three interceptions. Um, oh, I didn't realize we were about to get eliminated today. Like, if they would have won this game, they don't get eliminated, but instead they lost, so they were eliminated from the playoffs, <laughs> uh, giving the Packers a chance. So Yeah. Just, just bad, bad coaching. Yeah, not great. Uh, not great to see that, especially when you're a fan of the team. Like, how do you not know? Um, how do you not in know that situation? Yeah, you should know you're a playoff team. You should be trying to win this game, no matter what. Right. And then we have Jaguars Texans. Uh, Trevor Lawrence gets it done, thirty-one-three uh, in favor of the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence, no touchdowns, but 152 yards, one interception. C.J. Beathard had to come in after a while, uh, threw for 29 yards and an interception. But Travis Etienne, Jermichael Hazy, and Gerard Connor all rush for a touchdown. So a lot bigger of a rushing game for the Jaguars and passing, mm-hmm. but hey. might as well take it. Whatever works uh-huh. at this point. It's the Texans, so it's not like it's a big game. <laughs> yeah, so. it was just a – they didn't even have to win the game. They just – well, no, they did have to win the game. They did? I think so, yeah. Because thought... they lose, and if the Titans won, uh, I guess the, had the Titans already lost that day? Yeah, the Titans lost, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess the since the Titans lost on Thursday, I guess they wouldn't have had to win, um, but it did help them, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, huge for the Jaguars, big win, rushing game. Yeah. Be ready for Derrick uh, Henry now. Nice. Mm, and then... We... We talked about the Jets. Raiders. Yep. Jets, Jets, Seahawks. Seahawks win 23-6. Jets get Just, eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah. That's Mike White. Strong start. Strong start. You, we, we, we thought Jets were locked. Everyone thought Jets were locked. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. And Jets were not locked. They were not locked. 23-46 for Mike White. 240 yards. Ty Johnson. Eight carries, 46 yards. Geno Smith. Had a tough day. 18 for 29, 183. Two touchdowns. Kenneth, 23 carries, 133 yards. Just, just Big running out of back mind. week this week. <laughs> Big running back week. Big running back week. DK, one one reception, three yards, your best receiver. And mm-hmm. both t- um, touchdowns go to tight ends. Hey, Seahawks, decent. They're they decent. The tight ends. They love the tight ends. A lot, of, a lot of bad receiver busts this week for fantasy playoffs. A lot of tight ends. A lot of tight end scoring. My boy George Kittle. 
wants yeah. to he wants to pop off at the end of the season when I was just out of it completely. Yeah. Like yeah. thanks, George. <laughs> like yeah, I spent for those that were sneaking into the playoffs, it was third great. round pick. Yeah, like just nah, awful. Just awful. So. Yep. That's the same with Devontae Smith, but yeah. Devontae Smith. Oh yeah. Uh, awful. Then of course, Packers, Vikings. We talked a little bit about this. 41-17 in favor of the Packers. Kirk Cousins, 205 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. Nick Mullins also comes in, throws four for four, 57 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Dalvin Cook, nine carries for 27 yards. Kirk Cousins had more rushing yards than Dalvin Cook by 10 on three Mm -hmm. carries. Alexander Madison on eight carries also had more rushing yards than Dalvin Cook with 38. There was an over-under prop for uh, Kirk Cousins to rush for over two yards. Dang. It was set at one and a half, so it was either he rushes for two or he rushes for less than two, yeah. pretty much. And That's an easy. That was an easy throwing. Yeah, it was. They were just like, yeah, this is where we're setting the line for Kirk Cousins. And if you look at him, he had rushed for one yard in three consecutive games, and so it was like, well, it's a good place to put it, I guess. Um, but hey, this time, he rushes for thirty-seven. I would have took that. I would have took that for real. Yeah. I, I, I'm I like, he, all he needs is did. one scramble. He needs one scramble for two yards, and I yep. won. And that's all we need. So. I, I unless, thought about it. Unless unless they're counting sacks and stuff, too. Um, I think it's just when they start to scramble, then they start to count the sacks. Okay, okay, like okay. Like, if he okay. tries to take off running and he gets sacked, then it counts. As a, and he had, okay. Again, he was held to one yard rushing the last three weeks. And yeah. so me and my buddy were looking at it, we're like, God, I really want to take it. I really like it. And we didn't end up taking it. And as soon as he broke uh, he broke one for like 15 uh, early in the game, my phone immediately lights up from a text. It's like, should have taken it. Should have taken the bet. <laughs> yeah. so I was like, yeah. Would have nailed it on the over. Um, but, yeah, Vikings, rough go for the Packers. Packers stay in it undefeated in the month of December in yeah. 2022. So keeps them in playoff contention. And then we have Lavelle's Chargers. Yeah, Chargers. 31-10 over the Rams. Hey, we're just getting closer to the fifth seed. We, If the Ravens lose this week, we will know before we even play our game We we have locked down the fifth seed. That's all we need is the Ravens to lose. And we don't even have to win our game, but if the Ravens lose, we're fifth. If I think they win, I think they're sick. They're fifth. So, hey, it all comes on them. But Chargers this week. Play the Rams, 31-10. Whoop their butts. Did not want any of them. Austin Eckler, 10 carries, 122 yards. Two touchdowns. Justin Herbert, 212 yards. Sorry, sorry, sorry. 21 for 28, 212 yards, two touchdowns. Hey, we had ourselves a day. We even had Chase Daniel come in the game. Three for three, 27 yards. My boy Chase Daniel. Haven't played a game in three years. Going crazy. Austin Eckler went crazy. Got snubbed. Got snubbed for the Pro Bowl for sure. Leads the NFL in touchdowns. I don't know how you don't get in the Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl. Mike Williams had the greatest catch of the season. Mike Williams. One one hand toe tap. Greatest catch of the season. He also had seven receptions for ninety four yards. Keenan had five receptions, sixty yards. Austin Eckler was our third leading receiver with four receptions, thirty nine yards, which is crazy. Both touchdowns go to the tight ends in the red zone. Donald Parham, out of nowhere, one catch, three yards, a touchdown. We that's all we need. Six eight, catch those, catch a touchdown, boy. That's all that's we need. There for. 
That's what he's there for. Six, what eight, catch that touchdown, Will Way. Hey, Chargers getting hot at the right time. I just need it. Exactly. That's what we, we said. Need it. That's what we, we said. need it. We need it. I was talking about it. I was talking about it this whole time. Like, if we go back through all these podcasts, you could just hear me. You can hear me complaining about injuries, but all we need is our injuries to come back. All we need is this. All we need yep. is this. I think and it's happening. The first week that it's happened. happening. It's happened, bro. It's happening. Yep. I'm so happy. Let's just keep going, man. Let's just keep going. Might as well. And finally, final game of the slate last week, Steelers-Ravens. Steelers pull out the win 16-13. to Big game by Kenny Pickett, 168 yards and a touchdown. Najee Harris also starting to get his rushing upside late in the season, 111 yards on 22 carries. Jalen Warren also getting involved with 76 rushing yards. And guess who gets the receiving touchdown? Najee Harris. So yeah, a lot of field goals in this game. Just two touchdowns combined between these two teams. And so, hey, I, you might as well. I mean, that's what happens when you no know Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's still out for this week. Mm. A lot of people don't think he's coming back this year, next year. So be that's interesting to see who starts bidding on him. That's what um, I'm thinking right man. now. The Houston Texans. Um, okay. Who else would bid on him though? That's the thing. Besides See, really I'm thinking Texans, Texans um, Seahawks. Seahawks, I could see. I can see the Seahawks. Rams? No, actually no, uh, not Rams. No Rams because they still got Stafford. Stafford. Uh, Panthers. Panthers. Yep, Panthers. I could definitely see do it. Could you and see the Saints, maybe? Maybe. I could see the Saints. Actually, yes, I can see the Saints. Saints would. got to figure out what to do with Jameis and Andy Dawn. Andy Dawn. Release one of those kids. Send them to, off to the prayer land. Mm-hmm. Send them back <laughs> to the Ravens. <laughs> Send to the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Where they have no passing game. Yeah. Exactly um, what you want. The guy who can hand the ball off. There you go. Um, who else? I'm trying to think. Probably think not the Falcons. They probably want to try Desmond Ritter for a while. Yeah. Probably not the I was Titans. Like saying, they probably want I'm to try the, Willis. I was thinking the Jets, but they have, have to do something with Zach Wilson or Mike White. I'm sure they'd get rid of one of them easily. Or Joe Flacco. they get rid of Joe. Send Joe Flacco back to the Ravens. Ooh. That would be kind of crazy. <laughs> I could see, uh, it. I could see it. Um, what else? Raiders, maybe, eh, unless they like Jared Stidham. Yeah, that's what I was like thinking. I don't know. Trying, yeah, I'm trying but to there's also anybody. Colts. Be. Colts, yeah, Colts could be big buyers in on it. Um, maybe Buccaneers, depending on Tom Brady after this season. Mm-hmm. Commanders, the Commanders would probably put in a bid. I might be it though. Yeah. Maybe the Lions. Maybe the Lions are like, you know what? Jared Goff's a great backup. We want Lamar. So, mm. never know. Never know. Heck, even the Pack. Eh, probably not the Packers. Never mind. I was going to say the Packers, but probably not. Probably mm. not. Hey. Want to move on some college football? Yep. Had a lot Monday. of bowl games over the new year. Plenty yeah. of bowl games. Um, Let's see. Which ones were happening after we recorded? Would have been starting with the Duke's Mayo Bowl, the most coveted bowl game in all of the land. Yes. Uh, Maryland defeats NC State 16 12. 
Uh, Pittsburgh beats UCLA in the Sun Bowl, 37-35 game-winning goal for Pitt. Who Crazy. called that this game would be good? Who called it? I did. I called that yeah, that game did. would be good. You did. And what do you, you know? Did. Last second field goal. I wouldn't have thought UCLA would have lost, but but hey, I said it would be hey, good. It's bowl season. Anything happens in the bowl Anything season. Anything can happen. Um, the Gator Bowl, Notre Dame defeats South Carolina, 45-38. to The Barstool Arizona Bowl, um, probably one of the most fun bowl games of the year uh, just by looking at social media. And it goes to overtime, 30-27, to Ohio over Wyoming. Mm. A big game there. That was a really uh, fun game to see highlights of. And, of course, Barstool was uh, present- sponsoring it, so they were presenting it all over social media. So you got to see a lot of that. That was really um, cool <laughs> to see. Orange Covenant Bowl. Orange Bowl, Tennessee defeats Clemson 31-14. Tennessee went crazy in this game. I'm just going to shout this out. It was Joe Milton, not Hendon Hooker, in for this one. Obviously, as Hooker is out with injury. Three touchdowns, 251 yards passing, had five rushing yards, and he just carried the whole team on his back, separated mm-hmm. it out. Carries White, 108 yards a touchdown. Mel Keaton, 76 yards in a touchdown. Brew McCoy, 48 yards in a touchdown. They threw to four guys that entire game, and that was it. Four. That's mm. it. Four guys Crazy. had receptions. I, I don't know how you win like that, per se, as hey. meanwhile, over for Clemson, they threw to eight different guys. Hey. <laughs> Debo, hey. Dabo's Sometimes you're, the game. Stay, you stay consistent, man. You got to stay consistent. Yeah. Dabo Sweeney's son came into the game, uh, had one carry for two yards. Hmm. Standing in there, um, but yeah, I mean, Tennessee pick up a big bowl game win at the end of the year. Really hope to see them in the playoffs. Didn't end up seeing it, unfortunately. Um, the Sugar Bowl was really good to start, and then Alabama ran away with it, forty-five to twenty. Crazy. I will say though, Deuce Vaughn is so good. Deuce Vaughn is a great <laughs> running back. Yes, oh my he is. goodness. Broke that like eighty-one yard touchdown run against, or sixty-one yards, or maybe it was eight. I don't know. It wasn't a touchdown, but it was the longest run ever against Nick Saban since he's mm. been out of Alabama. And so, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like if it was sixty-one yards, like you see those once in a while, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. But the fact that he's been there so long, and that was the longest one he'd ever had, finally came this year. Um, but good for Kansas State, you know, ranked 11th, came in, uh, competed for a little while with Bryce Young in Alabama for a little while. Couldn't yeah, do much. Got to do what you can, man. Just got to do what you can. Then the wonderful Music City Bowl, Iowa over Kentucky, 21-0. Iowa. Guess how many touchdowns were offensive in that game? Zero. One. One Dang of them. That Two crazy. pick sixes. Two pick Dang. sixes. Iowa. One. Came from We're the no- true freshman. Xavier no for defense. a five-star no recruit, his first hey. start. Hey, okay, okay, I like it, I like it. And obviously, Cooper DeGene got a pick six because, you know, he's him for the mm. Iowa defense. Oh, I actually I take it back. Jack Campbell is him for the Iowa defense. Cooper DeGene is him for the rest of the team, pretty much. Mm. Um, did great. Uh, standing in at quarterback, Joey LaBoss had one touchdown, 139 yards. 14 for 24. So not too bad for that for him. You know, first career start in the bowl game. Uh, didn't do too bad. Big tight end game. Sam Laporta, Luke Lockie. 
56 yards for Laporta, 36 for Lockie. Lockie gets a touchdown as well. They had an entire drive that was just those two, and it ended with that Lockie touchdown. And I might as well say that all three touchdowns came in the second quarter for the Hawkeyes. Um, mm. So it got really boring after that as I was watching that at our New Year's Eve uh, Christmas uh, with my family. So got really boring after that. But then we had the good games. We had the yes. Fiesta Bowl. TCU. 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 The Horned Frogs TCU. pull out the win 51-45. Yep. Huge it was a great game. Great game. Was so fun great game. It was a great fun. game. I started watching. I'm like, wait. When did I start watching? It was – I started watching the second quarter. So when Michigan had six points. And then that third quarter was just unbelievable. I didn't like – it was crazy. It was just touchdown after touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. Drive was just going crazy. It was amazing. TCU ends up pulling it out, 51-45. Two calls in this game probably should have gone the other way for Michigan. First, the touchdown where the receiver falls on his butt into the end zone. Okay, yes. Probably should have been a touchdown, not called back. Yes. Then the targeting call at the very end of the game. That one was pretty clear targeting. I mean, the rule is literally – leading with the crown of the helmet and it's above the shoulders contact. And that's literally what happened. Yeah. But thing is, um, the same thing happened in the Ohio State game. Okay. Yeah. Which I, which I think probably should have gone the other way too. That's <laughs> what I was like. I think that should have been called as well. It's the same <laughs> thing. So like, at least they're keeping it consistent. Hey, more consistent. Hey, if you're consistent with it, call it. That's what I'm. As long as you're consistent, we don't like. Yeah. Don't be just just calling random stuff just out of nowhere, and you're just like, what is this? Like, you mean, didn't call call this the whole game, or like. Yeah. It's a, it's a, but then there was the one that knocked out both guys, and there was no targeting. Mm-hmm. So I was like, uh, maybe that one should probably definitely have it. The one in the end zone probably definitely should have had it. So, just good game. It's just a great game. Even with that, Ohio State still had a chance to win. Yes. And as the ball dropped, their kicker missed a field goal. Like, it was almost exact time with the uh, New York New Year's Eve ball dropping. It actually was. It actually was. It was like a second off. But on the West Coast, it was like eight o'clock. It was. (laughs) So, I'm over here. I'm over here watching, and everyone's like, Oh, it's about to be 12. I'm like, what the heck? No, it's not. And I was just watching. I'm like, he missed a kick. What? Yeah. It was wild. Great. It was a great game, though. Ohio State versus Georgia. So unfortunate. CJ Stroud went out with a bang. Like, Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett, we don't want to see you no more. Go to the NFL, please, you 25 year old. Yeah. Just as old as Lamar Jackson, guys. He's just as old as Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's almost done with his rookie contract. Yes. So (laughs) I'm just going to put that out there. Um, But, yeah, Ohio State should have won this game probably. No, definitely. Unfortunately, their kicker sells it for them. Ohio State should have been in there. It was like a 45-yard kick, too. It was was a kick he makes probably. Regularly. Regularly, easily. Just missed it. Just missed it. Moment too big. Yeah. 
it hurts. It hurts to see for Ohio State. Um, yeah. Then we had our January 2nd games, Mississippi State versus Illinois. Mississippi State honoring head coach Mike Leach in this game with the pirate flags on their helmets as they're playing the Buccaneers Stadium with the pirate ship. Um, that was a big thing Mike Leach was looking forward to here in the bowl game. They get the win, get a game-winning field goal, go up 13-10, and then get a defensive return for a touchdown on the final play of the game just because, you know, Illinois is lateraling it back and forth. So mm-hmm. it fumbles and obviously gets returned. So 19-10, Mississippi State over Illinois. Um, Verbo Citrus Bowl, LSU blows out Purdue 63-7. to Really thought Purdue would play a lot better than this. Um, I said this would be a good game. It was not, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but the next game yes. was a great game. My boys. It's Tulane. Who has been on Tulane all year? Come on. <laughs> I even told Isaiah before we left, you better watch out for Tulane against USC. Tulane's on a roll. And I can't wait to rub it in his face when I go back. <laughs> I cannot wait. Tulane gets a huge win, 46-45. to 45. Oh, my goodness. I couldn't believe they did it. I couldn't believe they did it in the Cotton Bowl Classic. Tulane pulls it off. Goes 12-2. USC was crazy. 11. I was watching were, it. It was a comeback, too. It was a comeback. Yeah, I was watching it, and I'm like, oh, the game's over. So I stopped watching it. I go back, and I see, and it's 41. Or it's like there are two lanes about to score, and I'm like, what just happened? Like, this whole mm-hmm. game. And then Caleb couldn't do it at the end. It was just bad. Crazy it's game. all crazy thanks. Game. To mostly thanks to Tyje Spears, the running back for Tulane. 17 mm. carries, 205 yards, four touchdowns. Disgusting. Went crazy. And then their quarterback, eight for 17 passing, 234 yards, two touchdowns, 15 carries for 83 yards. Mm. And so one of their guys, their leading receiver had one reception, and it was for 87 yards and a touchdown. Touchdown. Yeah, I saw that. That, that really helps with the comeback um, at the very end for them. Caleb Williams, 37 for 52, 462 yards, five touchdowns, one interception. Heisman Trophy winner right there. <laughs> you can see why. Almost throwing for 500 yards. Um, mm. Two receivers oh. over 100 receiving yards, one at 174 and two touchdowns. Can't complain there. You can't complain can't, there, but shout out to Lane. Best turnaround yeah. in college football history from 2-12 and 12 to 12-2. and two. And beating USC in the Combo Classic. Mm-hmm. And then the Rose Bowl. Big Ten mm-hmm. comes to represent 35-21 over Utah. Huge game for Sean Clifford in the Pitney Lions. As Clifford, 16 for 21, 279, two touchdowns. Has negative one rushing yard, so we won't really talk about that. But Utah, just unable to get it done. Both quarterbacks throw for a touchdown, but they also both throw for an interception. Mm. Nobody has over 100 yards receiving for them. Only three are in double digits. Quarterback Bryson Barnes has negative 17. Oh, that's rushing yards. Excuse me. I was looking at rushing yards. They did have one receiver, (laughs) exactly 100 receiving yards. No touchdowns for him. Um, but Bryson Barnes, seven carries, negative 17 rushing yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not not ideal by any means. Not ideal. But no. we have one more game, though, college. College football championship is on TCU Monday. 
versus Georgia. Who do we got? Who do we got? I want to say TCU. I want to say TCU will win. That's what I'll be cheering for. Um, yeah. But, we'll be cheering for the underdogs. I got to. I think Georgia is going to win, unfortunately. They're probably going to win. That's because they're a better team. But we got to go for TCU. Yeah. Got to gotta retire this 25-year-old. Yeah. Do it. Got to do it. Max Thuggin, baby. I would I native Max Thuggin. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, never hold a national championship at SoFi um, ever again. Um, because have you heard what SoFi is doing, Willow? Have you heard what they've done? No, what do they do? No tailgating in the parking lots before the national championship game. Oh. They banned tailgating. That's crazy. Never again. They can't host again. They, that's You can't. Never again. You can't let them. It's college I'm sorry football. That- I'm sorry that it's your stadium um, that we have to hate on, but no tailgating, that just defeats the purpose of having mm-hmm. a parking lot at that point. Bro. Like, what What else is it for? Putting cars there? Like, ew. <laughs> okay. That's so, funny. Yes, we're cheering for TCU, but unfortunately we think Georgia will win. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's unfortunate. Um. And for fantasy football, many people still playing. Many are done. Um, done. So for those playing, good luck. It's you better hope you have some big scores, especially if you had a lot of people in that Bengals, um, Bills game. Yeah. Um, right now, the matchup that I talked about last week in my home league for the trophy, mother versus son. Um, I think one had Diggs, one had Jamar Chase, so they're pretty even. Mm-hmm. Um, let me check. It is currently 144 to 124. Uh, the mother is winning as we had the Buffalo defense and Evan McPherson for one team. So defense and a kicker. And the other team didn't have – oh, they had all their players. Um, mm. So it will be interesting to see what happens here between these two. It's 50-50. Projection is two-point difference. Mm. So that will be a big one. I'm also destroying BPAT right now on um, mm. fantasy for like last place for last place. Loser is last in the league. Um so it might end up being BPAT after the great start he had to the season. Got upset um in the previous matchup two weeks ago uh by the guy that was two and twelve. So mm. that was unfortunate. But it happens in fantasy football. <laughs> so yeah, not much to talk about in fantasy football. If yeah, you need any much. more advice, you can go find the column, of course, on the tack uh, for me, my final fantasy column of the year. And yeah, that's not much for fantasy. Most people are done. Most people are done. Most people don't do 18 week fantasy leagues because people will sit out and stuff. So, which is something I need to change in my home league, but we also need yeah. more people. So there's that. Mm. So a lot mm-hmm. of things to fix in the off season for that league. Um, and for a lot of leagues and dynasty league people. Um, yeah, this should be fun. I'm doing my first dynasty league off season. I've already traded away Stephon Diggs, um, so Jeez. me and Nico did a big trade. I don't know. I think this was a pretty even trade. Let me let me find it because I got Chris Godwin, Christian Watson, and a first round pick, and Nico got Stephon Diggs and a second round pick. Mm, pretty. So even. it's not pretty even. Oh, can... And my two. So now my first two, my first round picks are seven and nine. So I have two almost back to back picks for the rookies mm-hmm. um so it'll be interesting to see what happens there but then i have no second round and i have a third round so third round will basically be useless so i'm 
might end up trading that one away. We'll see. Um, Cause I really, I really want a running back in the rookie draft. I kind of want Jameer Gibbs or Bijan Robinson. So, but you know that might not happen, being at seven and nine. So we might have to mm-hmm. trade for like Christian McCaffrey or something. So we'll see. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, that's all I got. You got anything to end that's us with, Lowell? That's all I got, man. Just hey, go Chargers, man. For the Super Bowl, man, we going for the. Actually, let's go for the first round. Let's win that. Let's win yep. the second round. Then let's win the third, and then let's go. Keep going. Keep going. Let's go, Chargers, man. And that's where they'll face the 49ers is in the Super Bowl. We, you heard they here win. first. <laughs> well, I don't know about that one. So before we get into that argument, we'll end it. So 49ers, <laughs> Chargers, Super Bowl. That's what we're dreaming for for this 2023, and we shall see you all next week. <laughs>